Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Guys, lady journey. journey. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome, everybody. We are in the month of December. I don't think we did one holiday well, the cookie party. The cookie party. We did the cookie party. And we will and do bonus. We will be doing some holiday bonus. Holiday bonus. You know bonuses. we love the holidays. and we It's are, prime lady journey time. It, we're jazzing it up, mostly by saying that we're jazzing it up. <laughs> I went into World Market this weekend and I had... You I don't, love World Market. I love World Market. It rocks my tits. And I, I don't know if you do this. Mm-hmm. Do you go into a store being like this... I'm going to get decor. I don't care how much it costs me, but I will get something. And then I get there and then I like, I see everything. I love it all. And then I get overwhelmed and I'm afraid that I'm going to buy a bunch of random shit that has nothing to do with anything. And then I get nothing. Yes, you leave empty handed. (laughs) And then I'm like, what? And then I go another Christmas without Christmas decor. Oh, that feels like every day in my life. Just constant overwhelm and struggling past it and coming up empty handed. <laughs> That's a lady journey. It is a lady, lady journey. journey. And I found, I was like, do I get dried uh, flowers that Ooh, fall potpourri. in the theme of Ooh. the holidays? Because I wanted to get like neutralish decor that goes from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Yes. Um, and so I felt like plant, fake plant stuff. I have lots of vases that I've gotten. I don't know how you just end up with vases, but you do. I have 87. <laughs> I have 87. That's a lady journey. All of a sudden you open your pantry or your cupboards and you're like, how do I have 87 vases? Yes. And you need to use them. And so I was like, oh, I'll do decorative stuff. And I just was like, I don't know what to get in the decorative plant department. There should be four decorations. That's all it should be in the store. Just give me. That's why I like the Christmas tree stand. You're like, I'll take a branch. Yes. Yes. Get a branch. Then you go on your way. You've done something. And then I was like, oh, garlands with cute little hangy things. And then they're like, you only get this much and it's 20 bucks. And I'm like, what am I supposed to hang this off of? Yeah. When I went the whole room and I'm not spending a hundreds of dollars to have this shitty garland that will get tangled up and become crop next year yeah that's what i think really holiday decorations it is a process you know and that's kind of when you have a big collection of holiday stuff you're 65 yes and you then you spend half the year putting it back up and half the year putting it back down (laughs) what is is life i have to tell you like i gotta get into this in the bonus about like yes i bought pillows on a pillow shams on amazon being like, yes, I'll get decorative pillow shams for the guest bedroom and it'll look cute because I want it to look this way. They were long pillow shams and I did not know that you, you had short tape. pillows. I had, had short, short pillows. pillows. Who, I, nobody was like, you're going to have to tape measure your pillows for this one. <laughs> get out your measuring, your yardstick, girls. It <laughs> was an ordeal. And oh. that's what I find life is to be about. And we've talked about this before, but I will get into the seasonal shit and Christmas stuff on our Patreon bonus. bonus. Guys, every month we release, or not every month, every month we do release all four of our episodes all at once so you can binge. It's a content dump. It's a content dump. And so that way you can get it all at once and you can mine it the way that you want it. Yes. The other option too that we have is um, 
every month, every week on Saturday, we release a bonus episode of extra things in our life. Yes. And extra lady journeys. And you get all that for $5. All that for $5. And then what? if you want, you can throw in. Some people have been really nice and done $20 every now and then. And I'm like, who are you? If you do 20 bucks, you get a lady journey mug. You get a mug. Hello. And you get... Uh, if you find out we're in your town, we will get you tickets to our show. And we will drink with you. We will not have a foursome. <laughs> no foursome, but we will hang out with you after the show. Or maybe we will. Who knows? Yes. Ah, that's exciting. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And then I think that's it, right? In that's the tears. It. Please like and subscribe. Also, we need that. We need it. And share with any woman in your life. We have 70% men. 30% women on our YouTube. But we love the men. We and love the we, men that are here. journey is valid. But we want the woman to match the men. Yes. And we... Or anyone that relates to anything. It doesn't need to be gender specific. No, it absolutely but doesn't. But I do want ladies. And it's our commitment to you that during the year of 2023, we will be continuing to try to get Joe Rogan on this podcast. Yes. I have sent one email to the email address that I found on his website. So I can only assume that it went directly to him. I love that you don't tell me this because I kind of want you to surprise me one day and be like, Joe Rogan's coming over. I'm going to surprise <laughs> like you live on here. air. And he's he's pulling up. <laughs> he's pulling up to the studio. We've got a lot of fun stuff planned I for 2023. I will be so nervous. That's why in I'm going to have to surprise way, you. Not in a way of like, my hero is here. I'm going to be like, oh my God, my hair. <laughs> we'll have to get our makeup artist Kelly in here. She's yes, amazing. Yes, we will. We She's will truly amazing. go all out for him. So today's episode, I think um, this is kind of a fun one, not necessarily holiday related, but we have a dear friend who we've mentioned on the podcast a couple times. Her name is Julia Johns. She is currently fighting breast cancer. That's a fun one. Yeah, it's a, that is a fight that's pretty fun. <laughs> It's a pretty fun fight. Well, she is a comedian. She and I used to have a bar show together years yes. ago called Double Wide. And um, we actually promoted it. I had a giant pair of underwear that I got online called giantstuff.com. And we would stand on the street barking, trying to get people to come into the show. I would stand in one leg of the underwear. She would stand in the other. So check out the Patreon for the bonus photo. Or I'm sure I'll, I'll just post it on social media. Yes, but she's had a lot of material. She's been going through chemo and going through this whole ordeal. Yes. It's just so weird because it's always been lo it's looming for for every lady yes you know it's out there and it's always surprising when you find out uh, someone in your life very close to you and I think everyone knows somebody that has breast cancer yeah and this is for I think a very relatable journey and I'd love for you guys to find that I know it's a very scary moment but to find humor in it and I think yes. Julia has been very funny in the whole journey of it. She really has. And, you know, she's such a gal pal in that she's always a fun person to hang out with, always brings the energy and chooses joy. And she has actually surprisingly brought that to her diagnosis, her surgery, her chemotherapy, her radiation. She's handled it with such grace and ease that I would literally be like crying nonstop and demanding yes. that everyone make everything about me which also I do regularly yeah. um, but Julie is actually working on a one woman show a piece about her experience um, She again she's a stand up comedian so she's bringing her stand up background I've seen a bit of it and it is absolutely to die for hysterical so she's going to give us like little peep inside the curtain oh behind the curtain yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Woo! She's gonna let us look behind behind the looking glass, if you will. Yeah. Or whatever the hell. Um, but yeah, we're really excited to have her. So everybody, we hope we you enjoy your our interview with Julia Johns. Julia, I'm so excited to have you on because, um, of course, we want to hear your story about your cancer journey. And you just got back from radiation. How are you feeling? Feeling good. Uh, so this was day 10 of radiation, and I'm still feeling good as they keep, even though when I am when I go to radiation, it's like three technicians that come, they get everything set up, and then they just leave the room. And it just feels like, oh, can you prove <laughs> that it's safe by staying in here? <laughs> wow. Feeling good yeah. so far. Yeah. That's great. Um, well, go ahead. How many Sarah. sessions do you have to do for radiation? 25, five weeks oh, wow. every weekday. That's yeah. a lot. You go in yeah. every single day? Yes. So that's the most oh, annoying wow. thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the cancer. thing I think about. <laughs> no, driving and parking is worse than cancer. <laughs> People don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Circling the parking garage. Oh, my God. Kill me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, my God, Julia. You look amazing. I, I love your I Thank love your you. hair. It looks like it's grown out a little bit since I've seen it. It has. I and I dyed it. it. I dyed it a few days ago. Did you? A little, yeah, a little Eminem, Eminem moment and just dyed yes. it blonde. You're giving me it. Annie Lennox. Yes. Thank you. Annie yes. Lennox. It's coolest. Annie Lennox. <laughs> so 90s. It's so 90s. And I saw like you're somebody who um counter to like many other people that I've seen go through cancer. Like you shaved your head. It's like, OK, this is this is a big, uh, awful experience. And then like you have the most amazing bone structure of anyone I've ever seen. And you look stunning. <laughs> Thank you. You're, Thank you. You are now a model. You're on <laughs> hosting. You went to you've been to two weddings where you rocked a completely bald head. Oh, bald. And you, I mean, bald. yeah, looks so good. I always Thank thought you. you were a pretty girl. You know, I'm not saying like, oh, my God, you've transformed. But like who shaves their head and Can they're you? like, I'm <sighs> now the hottest I've ever been. <clears throat> in my life. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I maybe I should not grow it back. I think I need to keep a buzzed look. It is very easy too. It. When I had hair, I always like, I couldn't do, I never did anything with it. And so this is very easy and it looks better than anything I could have done with my hair. It's a look. So It's a yeah. look and it looks great with like the, the eye makeup too. Like, yeah. like a, a thank you. Yeah. When I don't draw eyebrows on, then it doesn't look as cool. <laughs> it looks sickly. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. Um, very I different feel look. like I've, I've always kind of had this fantasy of like, I'm shaving my head like this is me now, but I feel concerned that people would mistake me for a little boy. Yes. You know, like watch out there, Sunny. You yeah. Know? When I would, when I was like super bald and I would like go outside, I'd wear like a baseball hat. And then I felt like a little boy going to baseball practice. <laughs> yeah. And then when I was with my sister one time, she's like, no, it doesn't. And then I like put it backwards and she's like, okay, now you look like a little boy. Going a little bit. <laughs> Thank have you. you been misgendered? Being have honest? you been have you been missed? I have. I have. I've had a couple like at a CVS register, like right up here, sir. And then they were like, oh, ma'am. And I was like, it oh, doesn't matter. Right. It's 2022. Who it. cares? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. that's right. Respect me. I'm a straight white man. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. If only you could do With that for your email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> now talk about talk about a little bit about where you decided because you like had got a lot of wigs. You were kind of wearing wigs and now you're just like, I look amazing as a bald person. So this is my look now. Like talk about your it transformation. Is, I mean, yeah, um, I guess when I was completely bald, I 
would usually go out, like I said, with a hat. And then there were a couple of times I'd wear, I was like, order, I ordered all these Amazon wigs and I would send them all back. They all looked awful. And then I wore one out one night and it just was, I had this like crazy rash from it. Um, and now, especially with, we'll talk about <laughs> menopause and hot flashes. And so it's like having a hot itchy wig is just, and I even, I spent like $450 <laughs> on this one wig. Like oh my God. that was when I went completely bald, just assuming that I'd be like wearing a wig. So I got this nice wig and then I've worn it like twice. Cause now I just, I, I like the buzz look. And it's a lot I, of maintenance. Cause when I was yeah, with you, we went yeah. to the haunted house and we were like, you remember right, it was like it kicking up night. all that dust and you're like, yes, guess my wig is <laughs> that full was dirt now. That was a bad choice <laughs> to wear a wig to that event. We're like running around and like still so dirty basically, and it just all went into just like chalky hair. So then I had to like buy wig shampoo and conditioner, which I haven't used oh, yet. God. Just got dusty wigs just sitting on my dresser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I feel like that's the thing that um a lot of people that are going through your situation it feels like they go for the wigs and then they realize how actually how high maintenance is. I, yeah. I also feel like the times that I've worn wigs, I'm always afraid. I feel self-conscious in it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It like feels like, off, Oh my God, everybody can tell this is a wig. Yeah. Or my hairline is right here. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, I have to, I like make an adjustment and then it's just like, <laughs> 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 I've always wanted a shorter forehead. <laughs> Your forehead is this big. That takes care of Botox. I used I was like I'd like freak out my nieces. I'd like put a wig on and put it like way back here though when I was bald. So I just had like an enormous forehead. It looked like um the Kristen Wiggs little hand character. Yeah. Yes. That's or like great. is a Elizabethan uh like lady just with like yeah. the high forehead. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of work. I but I yeah, think I, I would go the route that you've gone with no yeah way. yeah and i now that it is like i said it's when it comes in in now is like a buzzed look like i think if i had alopecia where it's completely bald like that's a little more you know those the women who rock that completely bald head i give them a lot of credit yeah. but and i like my mom and i went in since when we were in cincinnati the hospital recommended this wig place and we go in and they said that the synthetic wigs start at $650. The real wigs go up to $10,000. And instead of just immediately being like, okay, wow. we're in the wrong place. We like both kind of like played it cool. Like, oh, right, right, right. We were totally expecting that. Okay, let's try some <laughs> wigs on. And then like never contacted them again. But I think if I had permanent hair loss, that's when you invest in like a really nice wig that looks, you know? Yeah. Some of those synthetic yeah. women have really authentic looking hair. Have you ever yeah. seen them? It's impressive. Yeah, they definitely all have the same looking hair. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> there's no, they never go for a wave. Yeah, yeah. No, Dolly Parton the wore same a lot brown of wigs. Color. She wore a lot of wigs. She because she never, she didn't want to sit and get her hair done forever. So she'd be like, just pop on my wig. I'm mm, good to go. Yeah, that's I would also like good. To wear a wig for that reason. Like if I just yes. wanted to have like like a black French bob, like just pop on your wig instead of like totally getting like flat ironing yeah, for hours yeah. and yeah and that's a, yeah, the wig i wore to the haunted house thing i wore that to like a rehearsal dinner or the one of the weddings and then that was great yeah to just have your hair done i could oh. never done that to my hair yeah yeah cool pretty cool wigs are <laughs> pretty, pretty cool, cool. <laughs> wig now how did this all come about like how did you find out or did you have any inkling <clears throat> that you had breast cancer 
um, just like felt an energy. You know? yes. <laughs> also, I have your button here, your merch. Oh, no, yeah. Check, check, your titties. Titties. check your titties. Because you did um, check. I did. Also, this it would have been really funny if we just talked about wigs and hair the whole time and then you were out of time. You're like, shit, we didn't ask her anything about cancer. <laughs> well, um, you heard it here. Wigs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I felt a lump in the shower, so I didn't even I wasn't doing like a check or whatever. I just felt it in large the shower. Or like um, a pebble. Uh I'm like a grape. Like a, wow. like a medium-sized grape I felt gr- in there. That's pretty big. Yeah, it was big enough that I was like, oh, I think that's something. And I happened to have a doctor's appointment a few days later, which so that was convenient. And so um, I told her and then had, then like she had me come back the next day for a mammogram and then a couple of days later for biopsies. Um, and so it all happened very quickly from like that's feeling crazy. the lump to like being told you have cancer and like, here's the plan. Yeah. And you kind yeah. of had the rug pulled up from under you, right? Because you you kind of thought like, oh, maybe it's just the one breast. And then like, it kind of just kept getting worse and worse for you. Like, I mean, you've yeah. kept your mindset so positive. Like how? Yeah, they, f- they first told me over the phone, they said like stage zero, you might just have a lumpectomy, which is where they just like take the cancer out and that's it. Um, and then when I went in and met with the doctor, she said it's stage one and you'll have to have a mastectomy, re- remove the whole breast. And when I was like, how come on the phone, they told me differently. And she's like, well, sometimes they don't have all the information. It was just like, what, <laughs> why don't yeah. you gather that information? Um, yeah, and in then, any other context, it's like, fine. Like, um, your, oh, your taxes have been accepted. You're being audited. Right. Being yeah. Audited now. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, um, then I did the, had the genetic testing done and I found out that I have like three gene mutations. One of them is the BRCA2 gene mutation, which means I have an 87% chance of getting it in the other breasts. So then that's when they were like, it's, we'll remove both breasts. Um, then it went up to stage two after the surgery, they removed three lymph nodes and then it had spread to one of them. And so that bumps it to stage two. And then they took out 17 more lymph nodes to check those, but those were all free of cancer. Also, guess how many lymph nodes we have in our bodies? Oh, no idea. Um, a lot. Hundreds? Right? I'm going by so about you 600. You lost 17 <laughs> because like it was I, nothing. I'm like, wow. I, know. I was, I was like, I thought we had like six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Doesn't it, it does sound like when they say lymph nodes, because no, yeah, it was like awesome. okay, these and yeah, yeah. That I yeah, I would assume it's a small number. So I'm kind yeah. of surprised that it's. Actually- I like woke up from surgery and they're like, "We took out 20 lymph nodes." I was like, "What?" <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> it's like how many do we have? They're like about 600. I was like, well, "Okay." Um, and then I was also like, "Okay, well, if those are cancer free. Can you like put them back in?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoopsies. Yeah. Do you? But that's need not those? how bodies work. I guess. Do you um, need those at all, or you're just like you're down. You, a it makes. I'm still kind of like numb. So the surgery was in June, um, and you have to do this. Like, you could get this thing called lymphedema. Like your, your lymph nodes are what's like spreads. If something, if you get like an infection, it's like they spread the white blood cells or whatever. I still don't really know. Um, <laughs> And I'm so there's a chance science. of like swelling and lymphedema or whatever, but so far I think it's been okay. Um, that genetic testing, is that the one that Angelina Jolie did that she wiped yes. out everything? Yeah. So she it's did a preventative like, mixed with me. Why don't we just have that when we're younger? Yeah. I know. I know. It's messed up because I have my paternal aunt had breast cancer, but I couldn't get tested for it on my insurance because it's like, it's only if, 
it's like your mom. Right. It's still even my mom it's had to like so pay for crazy. some. She was she was like, my daughter has breast cancer. And they were just like, I am sorry. We can only do this one test. It's crazy. And then because yeah. then they were telling me to like have everybody get tested. But they also they were like, yeah, have your brother. You know, that they found out that like my brothers have daughters and they were like, have your brothers get tested. It's like what? So they can just be terrified that they're like toddler daughters might get breast cancer someday. You know, it does seem. But I think every, you know, at a certain age, yeah, everybody should. Be yeah, tested. which should just be covered for by free. insurance because yes. it's like it's yeah. so much easier to just do like a preventative mastectomy than it is to be like, well, now you have cancer and now you're just right. like good to go through everything and yeah, you know, totally, yeah, you know? yeah. It's probably the yeah. wig industry. It's big wig. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! We cracked it. <laughs> big wig. <laughs> I did Katie's the one the next day. <laughs> <laughs> um. The one, the silver lining of finding out about all these gene mutations is that I was like, it helped me tell myself that the cancer was completely out of my control. Cause like when I was first diagnosed, I was like, oh my God, is this cause I spent my twenties getting hammered. And then I got the gene mutation stuff back and I was like, oh, it was just my destiny. Okay. Thank yeah. God. Like, now you can keep getting hammered with a clean conscience. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do nothing spread misinformation, but I do feel like a lot of cancer <clears throat> is chalked up to just genetics. Cause I had a friend mm-hmm. never smoked. He had lung cancer. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, he made it through. He would never, he got arrested and they do uh, x-rays, I think. Hmm. And that's how they found it. So if he never Whoa. got arrested. Whoa. That's what you need to do it. if you don't have health insurance that's and you cr- think yes. you may have lung just, cancer. Just go, oh my God. <laughs> to, to go rob a Reed. Yes, you found the <laughs> loophole. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. And then, yeah, then there's people that like chain smoke their whole lives and don't get lung cancer. It's yeah. bumpers. Yeah. Um, so Julia, I I think it's so cool that you've been like doing a lot of stand up about your you have like a lot of great bits now about finding out you have cancer, like just so many awkward situations that you have had and and mm-hmm. are you still working um up to doing a one woman show? I am. Yeah. Um I did a show last night, tried some new stuff. So, yeah, that's the goal. I love that. Yeah. It's, it's- I- think it'll be beneficial and plus i think it's so important to laugh through all these uh Mm -hmm. obstacles that you're going through because it i i don't know i just generally just think it makes the process so much easier than like getting upset about it or like trying to find the humor in all of this yeah yeah powerless yeah yeah and i feel part of me is like i hope i can keep you know it's like what if at a certain point i'm just like tired of talking about it or i'm like is everybody sick of hearing me talk about it you know but then like after that clip people would message me and be like i have cancer and this was so nice to hear and i let you know or like this got me to go get a mammogram and so then i'm like okay this is that's great you know your clip (laughs) your clip you posted on instagram um yes at, yeah, at yeah julia johns is that your handle at, at julia at, hey julia johns some, hey, some julia. broad has julia johns and she won't <laughs> give it up and I she know. blocked me <laughs> someone someone has katie hannigan as well and they have like 200 followers and they've yeah they've stopped like, responding tonight. obviously i'm the more dominant katie hannigan uh-huh, exactly. i'm the top katie hannigan in my yes. field right now <laughs> <laughs> so um, julia 
Oh, Katie, go ahead. Okay. Um, Julia, I want to hear a little bit about your process as a comic. I mean, you're very naturally organically funny person, but like, what are you doing? How are you kind of like living through this, having cancer and like taking these experiences and like turning them into these like funny bits that you're like sharing with the world? Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I, it's, it's, been kind of easier to write about this than to write other stand-up like I was kind of not doing as much stand-up because it just felt like what is the point of this and what and when you like write some new joke and it bombs and you're like I'm a piece of shit but like it's kind (laughs) of uh but talking about this I had one show it kind of felt like it was sort of bombing but it's like anyway but writing about it has you know because when I talk about it I like to just joke about it anyway that's just my how I deal with things i guess um and so the writing process has just been like as each thing happens to me um i just kind of write journal sort of thing or like uh, if i'm talking or joking with somebody then i'm like i'll write that down and then i go back and expand on it so that's what it's been so far um nice yeah just kind of really organic it seems like because i mean you know just uh, being your friend through this process you've told me so many stories where you just hear these weird tales of like people interacting in the healthcare industry and you're like wait what the fuck is going on like it just (laughs) it just seems like that whole world down is up up is down like nothing makes sense you know like You're telling me about like, like, I know you had that bit about like the lumpectomy and you're like laying on the table and your boob is just in a hole and you're like, who oh, invented yeah. this? And is <laughs> yes, this one of my, yeah, helpful. That was like, the, yeah, that was one of the biopsies. It's called a stereotactic biopsy. And yeah, you lie in a table with, there's this hole in the table. Like before I went and got it, I'm like Googling it and it's just, you know, these illustrations and yeah, your boob hangs through a table and it just feels like they haven't come up with a better way to do this since then. And, uh. Yeah, yeah, it is. They were like, good enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it feels it's like it's, you know, men came up with all of this. I hope that, you know, some women doctors and scientists maybe will come up with like, it's crazy that the mammogram is still Smush. just smashing. Very your pinchy. Yeah. Very pinchy. When I think about like, yeah, like that, our, you know, my mom has been now for 30 years. It's the same thing. Um, and like for a testicular exam, are they dangling a ball through a hole? I don't think so. No, but <laughs> well, I, I also I'd don't like know. This, I have no idea. <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> well, I have told this story on Lady Journey before, but I did get um, a mammogram in my titties are so tiny that they had that's to get right, like, little, right. like little you had to go to the basement yeah get the, like, the machine that never gets used yeah <laughs> they're like digging around for it and i remember the woman like she, it's like a foot pedal it's like a foot pedal right and she just like accidentally stepped on it too much and then my titty was just like squeezed it's oh, like that God. wasn't part of it i was just like <laughs> uh. it's so mortifying to get the mammogram because you're just like standing yeah. there yeah. yeah like yeah you know like i had to sex after that where you're like i've just been, a, I've been assaulted by a robot yeah yeah <laughs> i had to like um when i got the mammogram she was i'm 511 and she was like raising the thing and then it started clicking and she's like oh that's as high as it goes and i was like am i too tall for the machine she's like yes and so then i'm like my tits in there and i'm like hunched over just like topless like it's just not sexy oh my and yeah God. a lot of this stuff like you just i feel very um you know you're just, you just looked at medically for months and months and so that like takes a toll on you um yeah, like so start- now with 
I would just say like, I would be like, I don't even see my breast as a sexual part of me anymore. No. And yeah. now with radiation, it's just like every day you go in, they like flop the tit out. These three people are like marking you. They're like 3.4 left, right, right, right. And they're, doing, they're like, how was your weekend? I'm like, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> like you just, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's wild. Now, um, how often were you giving yourself breast exams? I wasn't. I feel like I touch my breast a lot. Yeah. I also have like, I've had like uh, 10 years ago or something, I had like a false, you know, they thought they felt something. I went and got like an ultrasound, but then they told me I just have cystic breasts. I just have lumpy <laughs> boobs. So they just kind of feel lumpy, but like, so this was just in the shower, like rinsing and you're, I just like flopped it up and I was just like, huh, huh. And it was a very distinct, like, like I said, yeah. a grape. And so, and even when I went to the doctor, she was like, I'm not too concerned, but like, we'll get some tests, which I really appreciate that she, cause I almost want to ask her now, like, were you concerned? Cause some other people, I feel like doctors are so quick to be like, now it might be cancer. And then it's not. And it's like, why would you say that? And so I liked how she kept me calm. And so I gradually, after these tests started feeling like, is it something? But yeah, God, what a, what a scary feeling that must have been, you know, to just have... I feel like you pick up on their vibe. Like they, you're like, I know that something's up, but they're not telling me. Yeah. It was like once I, yeah. Like, so she said, I'm not too concerned, but she had me get an ultrasound, which I had done before. So I was like, okay, maybe it's just that again. And then once I, they sent me to do a mammogram after that, that's when I started to be like, okay. And then the biopsies I was, you know, yeah. Getting, feeling more and more like this could be something. Yeah, but you you have you have like really been so graceful and just stunning throughout this whole process. Like how how did you keep your mindset positive? I mean, you're like a positive gal. You're like a fun, fun girl, you know, Thank but you. like, did mm-hmm. you feel like at points where you're like, why me? Like, oh, my God. Yeah. And I do. I feel lucky that I have like a naturally positive outlook, I guess. Like I definitely have moments and I have like, you know, have depression sometimes and um and yeah there were definitely moments i had a couple moments where it was just like scream crying like yeah why me um yeah but then also feeling you know lucky that it was caught early and that they had this you know they were like you're we're gonna cure it and thinking about people who have it so much worse who you know might go in and it's terminal or whatever um and then just having a really good support system really good family and friends and um yeah yeah, that's great. I love you were telling me, um, what was the thing you were telling me about the, um, you've connected with a community of other women that have, are going through breast cancer? Yeah, that that's really helpful too. I, um, Angela Trimber, who is an actress and a dancer and choreographer, she, and she had breast cancer and, and like documented her journey on Instagram. And she started these Marco Polo support groups. Do you remember the Marco Polo app? Yeah. Where you, like you send video, send video messages. And so then you just reach out to her and you're like, how can I be put in a group? And then so when she gets new people, she forms a little group. So there's like six of us um, who are all going through like different stages of breast cancer. And it's like other women in their 30s, early 40s. And it's been so nice to just like talk to these other people who get it. Any little thing that, you know, that you're feeling wherever they get it. I love us. Yeah. 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 How sad, though, if there's like one guy in the group, though. You're like, sorry, Hi, Paul. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bless your heart. He's like How's your wife overwhelmed emotionally. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Put Carol on. 
Oh, but that's actually one of them. So we're all in like different cities, but there's one that lives in LA and she came to my show last night. So oh, we met that's so cool. it, was, it was so great. I felt like I was meeting a, a celebrity that I no, no, felt like I know. Nah. That's so now, great. I mean, when, you go ahead. Oh, you go, Sarah. I was going to say, when you're talking about on stage, do you feel the audience close up about cancer? Because sometimes it feels like when you talk about a serious subject, they're like, Ugh. yeah, but you're like, it, guys, it's fine. Yeah. I'm the one yeah. that's going through it. Yeah, I definitely trust me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm laughing. We could laugh. No, yeah. it's definitely like, especially I'm trying to figure out and I was saying it last night, like how to introduce it in a set, because now it's like that I'm just working on this. It's like I get up on stage and then I'm just like, so I have breast cancer and uh, but it's OK. I'm going to tell some Did jokes. Did anybody say like, cancer? <laughs> and they're like, no. I was just like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, I need to figure out how to like softly break it to people. Um, I'm like, do you guys like my cool buzzed head? I'm not actually cool. I, it's chemo. <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out. But then so that's the thing that I need to work on because they do definitely initially they're like, what the fuck? But then I think they, you know, then they're open to it. And but then there might be moments where like um, even last night I was talking about something and then I heard a couple like, oh, <laughs> like, no, uh, don't, you know, which I already hate hearing that as a comic. But, the, you know, yeah. um, it's but it's yeah, the worst, it, like just pity. Like, oh, do you yeah. think you're helping me by being like, I'm right. doing a lot <laughs> yeah. better than you. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I think people yeah. think they're they're like relating to you or being nice in a way. It's like yeah, if you yeah. like seeing somebody, the cashier at CVS, you're like, yeah, good, good boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, not to put anyone on blast, but are there pet peeves about like the way that you've been treated? Ooh, I love it. Ooh. That's a good question. Um, I, I, I'll tell you, like, when I heard, I was like, you know what? I should get Julia to contact, hang out with my friend. And you're like, why would, uh, now I'm just making my friend hang out with a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> there was, but that I did, because, like, I, I have another, like, cancer friend that I made. She's another, she's a comedian out here. And a mutual friend like connected us. Um, but it was more that person like wanted someone to talk to. And so this friend was like, you know, you should reach out. And then there was somebody else who like gave me a person. So it was like, I appreciated it. But then I think, but then sometimes it would be, I think it was a way people did it. Cause then I would have people who would just like DM me and be like, uh, yeah, like I have a friend who has cancer. Do you want to talk? You know, I'm <laughs> just like, yeah you, yeah, you have to drive out to them and they live in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How about it's like, but it's... <laughs> on top of your chemo? You could do a little scavenger hunt. <laughs> but it is like, I appreciate it because that is a nice offer. People are just trying to help, you know, something else. Um, I think. Um, I so Okay. When people, if they say like, either, you know, it's like the hair looks really good, but then sometimes, or like people are like, your breasts look great, you know, or like, how about those breasts? Did you go bigger? And so it's like, sometimes I'm like fine with guys, it, but then, huh? I feel yes. like that's a, a comment that guy comments yeah. do, thinking that they're like uh, talking about the elephant in the room, but you're like, well, you're just kind of like insensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or even like, still like my body. <laughs> yeah. Or even like before this, yeah, <laughs> before the surgery, people would be like, are you going to get bigger? And it's like, no. And also like, I don't want fake tits. Like I want my boobs. I miss my boobs. Like I'm still, I don't like these, you know, I miss 
my yeah, boobs. And so sometimes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, um, yeah. How was that for you? Like getting the, getting the implants and then, you know, just kind of like adjusting, readjusting to having basically a different body. Yeah. It's, and he, like the doctor did a good job. Like, cause when you Google pictures of mastectomies, you're like, holy shit. Um, <laughs> Frank and titties, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of your one woman show. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh my God. That's great. Uh, I feel um, like jingle coming on. Frank and yes. titties. <laughs> <laughs> She's alive. Uh, but they look, they look like pretty natural. Like this, it's crazy what they can do now. Cause this, it's just like little scars on the side. It's funny. I showed Katie cause I think yeah. the scar like look really good now it almost kind of just looks like a stretch mark like on the side and i showed katie and she was like whoa (laughs) i overreacted i have i have a thing where like any anything like that it's a weird thing but like i and i know i know it is a thing because i looked it up online but i've always had it if i see like a a friend or like a relative some kind of injury i i get like empathy pains in the back of yes. my legs shooting yes. pains and yes. that's what i was feeling so people i mean i just am like, ah, you know, I know. like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry it's, it's amazing <laughs> your body is beautiful and i'm so sorry i overreacted like that but i'll never be able to but stop. i do i do i get that because sometimes the littlest things like somebody will be describing like yeah i fell and i like i cut my ankle and it was bleeding and i'm like oh like my butthole is just like Whoa! <laughs> but i can yeah. see like a huge like gash in a horror movie or something but <laughs> yeah highly um, sensitive people as i call us women <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's weird and like um you know they're still like uh they have the what is it like ripples from like the implant i think he put them too big in there i don't know my skin is so thin um yeah yeah but i think for the most part i'm just because i'm like i'm thankful that they're not full of cancer you know but there's moments where i'm just like i want my tits back i don't like these yeah it is such an interesting kind of experience to be like i kind of have bionic titties i guess Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um you're, you know, it's almost kind of like the Terminator in a way. Yes. Cool. <laughs> but they don't, they can't really do anything cool though. <laughs> in fact, they're numb. <laughs> uh, and then oh. you have no, to like sorry, change them out every like 10 years, oh, which feels crazy. Like they're just like a car part. But then I'm like, Ooh, what kind of like upgrades are they going to have in 10 years? Yeah. You know, maybe then, maybe I will have some Terminator titties then. Now, right after tits. your, right after your. <laughs> Right after your diagnosis, you and I were performing in Cincinnati together yes, um, yes. last May, and <clears throat> we had a deranged audience member oh my who God. came up to you. First of all, she poked me in my glasses <laughs> like that because she thought my glasses, she thought I was just wearing frames and I was like, like so were, yeah, like yeah. she thought I had no lens. I was like, so you were just going to poke me in the eye? Like what, <laughs> what was the she plan was, here? She was psychotic. Yeah. All down drunk. And of course, like you were doing <clears throat> your material about um your diagnosis and it was killing. It was so funny. And then like a lot of people I think were relating to it, you know, coming up to you after the show and getting the buttons. And this girl comes up and is like, you know, I just want you to know, I know what you're going through, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Stan, I've already been assaulted by her. So I'm like over to the side. <laughs> I'm assuming that she had breast cancer. And then I'm like, oh, so like, what were you guys talking about? And you're like, she had implants. And that's- <laughs> she had implants. That's how she knew. She, she knew pain. what I was going through. Yep. Yep. <laughs> she was relating to you about yeah. surgery. 
There was also a guy, speaking of pet peeves, um, a guy who told me, came up to me afterwards and came in for a hug. And he goes, he was like, my fiance died of breast cancer. And I was like, oh my God. And so I hugged him. And then he goes, yeah, just like what you had. She had the surgery and it was all good. And then it came back and she died. And I was just like, oh, so. so there's a pet peeve. When people yeah. tell me that people in their life died of cancer, please don't yeah. do that. Don't tell somebody, you know, that has cancer about somebody who died. From yeah, cancer. and then be like, but I'm sure you're going to be fine. Right. Yeah. 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 But <laughs> Melissa's <laughs> gone. That guy was hot, though. I will say he was he was so hot. He was probably stupid. You see. <laughs> and I was like, your fiance is dead. Looking for a new one. Huh? <laughs> you got to type. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, oh that God. is a weird thing. I sometimes I notice that when people try to relate, they inadvertently are like, them the most hilarious rudeness I've ever witnessed, yes. like unaware yes. where you're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> now I yeah. feel weird. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, Hey, yeah. my daughter's ugly. So he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> um, uh. So Julia, tell us a little bit about your experience getting, <clears throat> you froze your eggs and now yes. you're kind of going into, I guess, what's the menopause what's going on with the menopause thing tell first eggs um, then menopause eggs and menopause um so the eggs uh i froze my eggs because the chemo can like affect the ovaries and then i'm on this medication that prevents my ovaries from producing estrogen because the estrogen was what's fueling the cancer so then that puts you into menopause um so the egg freezing uh i sometimes forget that I did it, which is crazy that I've got my little eggs sitting somewhere. Um, but I did it, uh, right before the first chemo treatment. So it was like after surgery before the first chemo treatment. Um, I also that day I had my wonderful friends and Mindy Tucker, our beloved photographer Love flew her. out to She's LA. Incredible. Yeah. And they put together a fundraiser for me and she took photos there and, I, that my egg uh, retrieval date was supposed to be like two days later or something. And they had to move it up and, or move it, whatever. Um, so I had it the same day. So I have the egg retrieval surgery and then they're like, just go home and rest. Like, don't do anything. And I'm just like, okay. And then my friend picked me up and took me to my party. <laughs> just, um, you gotta do what you gotta so was, do. You gotta. Yeah. yeah. And I think the adrenaline kept me like feeling okay because then for the next like week, I was just, I felt like my ovaries and my uterus were just going to drop out of me. Like every really? time walking around, I feel you're so like bloated and crampy and it's oh. just this like crazy weird pain. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't realize that it was supposed to be that painful. Yeah. Cause they like are stabbing your ovaries, sucking the eggs out and, uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm getting a FaceTime from Ashley Brooke Roberts right now, so I'm going to decline it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Shout out though. Shout out on the Bring pod. her in. <laughs> um, I that it's an advantage though because freezing your eggs doesn't it cost like twenty thousand dollars? Yeah. So and you got it covered. So that's great. Basically all covered, which yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, that is yeah. great. So I was yeah. like, well, I got to do it. Yeah. Because that's something that I've been, I've wanted to do, but I couldn't afford it. And so <laughs> thank you, cancer. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Cancer's your I sugar mean- daddy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I tell every female comic now, like, if you can do that. Yes. I would I would yeah. love to I, do it. I'd love to just yeah. buy myself a couple more years, you know? Right? Just I like- wish that... Yeah, I think I would tell um, people to donate or sell their eggs in their, like, mid-20s or whatever, and then take that money, and then at, like, 30 or whatever, freeze their eggs, right? Isn't that a genius plan? Oh, that's I right. I had a girlfriend <laughs> who did freeze her eggs, and she... Lady Journey. You know, yeah, so, <laughs> full circle. <laughs> and then when you have kids, you can be like, you have... There's some more of you out there. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a friend go through the process of freezing her eggs when I was in college. And I, and I looking back, you know, I, I was very found it to be like, I was really flippant about it. Like, Oh, she's freezing her eggs. Like that's just something you do. And now like in retrospect, I'm like for a 20 year old girl to go Whoa. through something like that, like yeah. that was probably really traumatic. Cause she was like getting injections. She had to go in for the surgery, you know? And, and uh, so it's not, it's, it's not, not nothing. Mm. Man. And then also, though, that's crazy to do it in your early 20s because the eggs will only last so long. So, like, unless she's planning on having them, you know, in her having kids in her 20s. Did she? No, this was for a. um, Or was this her selling? Donated. She donated. Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. Edit that part out. Oh, she I think I said she (laughs) froze her eggs, but I meant she donated her eggs. But she. I, I assume they were frozen at some point. I have no idea. Gotcha. Um, but now, but so now what's going on with the menopause? I oh thought, my I God. Thought that you froze the eggs because Ask you were my going auntess. into Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought that you froze the eggs because you were going into menopause because of you're kind of on hormone therapy. Basically. Now. Yes. Because the, yeah, like the, um, yes. And so. I'm a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So the, I'm going into menopause. So yeah, that's why you can, you freeze your eggs. Um, And now I'm in menopause. Hot flashes suck. I think I've been told that acupuncture helps. So I'm going to do that for sure because every night I'm drenching my sheets and it's getting old. Acupuncture is so your haircut right now. You're so into Eastern (laughs) medicines Mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. that. So I'm going to try that. I'll try anything. It's crazy. And it's like, I remember like my mom having hot flashes, but it feels like one of those things that I can't believe women aren't talking about it all the time. I'm like, am I talking every, if I'm with somebody while I'm having a hot flash, I feel like I have to announce it. I'm like, hot flash. And I just like, take <laughs> yeah. off all my layers. Like, yeah. So you're just like keeping it in and your sweat's running down your face and you're like, yeah, fine, fine, yeah, fine. yeah. <laughs> Cause it's just all of a sudden just like, <laughs> You're just, yeah, sweating. Just everyone's like, are you okay? It's 10 degrees. (laughs) So what's next for your um, one woman show? Um, I'm going to keep trying to do shows and work on little new bits at a time. And then I guess I'm going to try to find like a small theater to maybe workshop it once I have like a whole, you know, hour written out and, you know, maybe hit a couple clubs, see if I can headline and try it. Yeah, and absolutely. Then, yeah. I think it's going to be a great. I think it's going to be a great <clears throat> opportunity for you to connect with a community of people who are going through something. So yeah. I'm really, I'm really excited to see what you do with it. Thank you. I know it's like yeah, it's, huge. It's so everybody knows somebody in their life that's had breast cancer. Yeah, yeah. you have a yeah, niche. 
Yes, you have a niche yes. now. Okay, <laughs> all been dreaming and is, for yeah. five weeks, <laughs> and you it. better tap you know, it. <laughs> it does. I mean, there is. That's part of our like sick, you know, comedian, performer, writer brain. It's just like, okay, this is this is my thing. It's this is what, you know, comedy yeah, yeah. plus tragedy, uh-huh, comedy plus uh-huh. whatever time. I forget yeah, the equation. Yeah, yep. but, <laughs> well, this has been Julia Johns. Julia, you're so uh, amazing. Everyone can follow you. her at. Hey, Julia Johns on Instagram, please go ahead and follow her right now. So you could just keep up with her journey so you can follow her shows and her clips that she's posting and please share it because, you know, we're trying to get the word out about her journey. And also please do subscribe and follow Lady Journey because we also need um, a niche and we have one, but (laughs) it's not quite as specific as Julia's, but we are working our ass off. We're still working on it. (laughs) Yes, we are. We're working on everything and we're providing quality Lady Journey content. And um, we also have a Patreon if you want to hear the rest of Julia's interview where we talk about behind the scenes and names will be named. (laughs) Lady Journey. (laughs) Lady Journey. 